That grass that we've been standing on ain't getting any greener. And that fat that we've been chewing on just keeps on getting leaner. We him and haul about how we ought to head for something bigger. And babe, I think it's time we put our finger on the trigger. Welcome to the Real Estate Reality Show. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving across the street or across the country, call Arrow Moving and Storage, 719-325-6341. Now your host and back-to-back Best of the Springs realtor, Justin Hermes. It's go time, it's show time. All that I know is I'm ready any minute. We ain't got to have a ticket and it don't matter when we use a freight train or jet plane. All right, folks, we're into it. Another show here of Real Estate Realities. Hopefully you had a great holiday time with your family and all that. We're back into it, though. And now is the time where I like to sit down, chalk up my goals for next year. Personal goals, financial goals, real estate goals, physical health goals, right? So always fun to do that looking into 2024. But today we're talking about the house you buy equals the success you will have. Seen this many times and many examples I can give you on your rental property will determine your success in being a landlord. That's right, folks. Awesome. And Darby joining us on the third segment, talking about these skyrocketing insurance rates. Companies now pulling out. I'm getting dropped by Branch Insurance. They came into the market last year, and now they're dropping me in May. They said we're at, we're leaving Colorado altogether. So want to get him on the show. Keep you guys clued in. The good is we had President Biden came in, went down to the wind turbine factory down there. 850 jobs they're going to be creating. It's funny because I met with one of their top guys. They wanted us to manage the house for him up in the Broadmoor resort a little more than we probably could handle so we didn't take it on but I knew they were big league when they bought this thing for like two million cash and I said who's gonna be staying here and they said oh people will be flying in and out probably just you know a total of you know two months out of the year it'll be occupied by dignitaries and people flying in from I believe it was Japan so interesting but it, it does get you scratching your head a little bit because you see all the economic impact nine companies waiting to be announced by the chamber and EDC and the mayor was talking about it. We talk about the jobs coming in here, right? A lot of these people will be commuting down to Pueblo. Colorado Springs, it, it's a little bit of a head scratcher right now, but keeping Space Force here, I underestimated the value of that because I was talking with somebody pretty high up there and they said, Justin, it's going to be an unbelievable amount of jobs coming here over the next five years and support along with Fort Carson in that it's going to get beefed up. So that's a lot of good for you there. The bad is the General Assembly is putting it back on the docket, the first right of refusal for um, multifamily properties, and they're going to put in rent restriction. They're going to try to push for that, right? So unbelievable. When government gets involved, how much they can screw things up. I wish they would learn from areas like San Diego that's already tried doing rent restriction and what it does to the market. So there's a little bit of bad, but mostly good here on the economic uh, outlook and was chatting with Mayor Yemi, what was it, two weeks ago over at El Pomar and positivity around, you know, the, the overall growth here. $2 billion worth of impact here. 
coming in over the next five years to Colorado Springs and these buildings being announced downtown. It's an exciting time if you own rental property here. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk about the house you buy equals your success. You're listening to Justin Hermes, Carrier News Radio. That's right, folks. Real Estate Realities. If you have questions over the break, give me a call. 719-232-1063. I'll go anywhere with you. back to the real estate reality show with justin hermes this segment is brought to you by house check servicing the front range of colorado springs for over 25 years with the most complete and personalized home inspection call them now for more information at 719-266-1645 Okay, folks, we're back into it. Matt's keeping me on track here. We ran a little over on that first segment, but we're going to start right out of the gate here, talking about the house you buy equals your success. I've seen this over my 10 years in real estate, and I've talked with John about it, who's 30 years in the business, his own rental properties for over 40 years in multiple states. He started business in Minnesota. And this is one thing we're having a cup of coffee this week talking about. You really set yourself up for either failure your success with the property you purchase. And a lot of it has to do with the area, right? Um, Does it back to a highway, a busy road? Is there high crime in the area? Is it an area where you're going to have, you know, continuing maintenance, continuing soil shifting, your expansive soils, right? And constant floor slopes, stuff like that. So, you know, we talk about first the product and the product is, are you going to continue to have maintenance issues? Because what that leads to is frustration for a tenant, right? It's no different than if you're staying at a hotel and you are getting constant maintenance issues when you're there. I actually had that when I stayed at the Antlers not too long ago. Now they're redoing it, but water pressure issues, broken window, and you go, what the heck am I paying for? And that's the mindset that goes to the tenant right there. When there's constant maintenance issues, all of a sudden they're going, I don't want to renew my lease. I don't even believe I should be paying rent. And how the property reflects on them equals to your vacancy time you're going to have, your your chance of renewals, your chance of increasing rent, right? All these things lead to first impression your tenant has when they move into your property. And if there's constant maintenance issues and it's constantly happening, then you're going to have a problem. And I'm not telling you, you have to have this completely dimed out unit completely updated, but I will tell you, if you're having maintenance issues and constant issues, let's use as an example, flooding basements, right? Which we saw a lot of this last year, then guess what? Your tenant legally can leave the property. They can break their lease for health and safety issues. If they decide to stay, do they want to put up with the constant disruption, people coming in constantly working on the property? Okay. One thing I want to stress too, because I've talked to a few of you people who own rental properties and you're not requiring your renters to have renter's insurance, which to me is mind boggling. They have to have it, folks. I mean, if something happens to the property, number one, it covers their personal goods. Number two, it protects you. And number three, say the property burnt down, it covers them in a hotel or it flooded, it covers them 
into a hotel and even cover some of their food. Your renters need to have renter's insurance, right? And then still, I talked with a radio listener, was it last week, not putting a property in an LLC or not even having this umbrella insurance, which is as cheap as a couple hundred dollars a year, you're opening yourself up to so much liability. And tenants, there's some out there who are looking to take advantage of those situations. So we've done so many shows on it. Get it in an LLC. The least, get umbrella insurance on it, okay? If you're in areas where you're dealing with constant crime, right? If you can't go to the property when the hot water heater busts because you're scared to be in that area, how do you think your tenants are going to react? Right. And a lot of the time you're renting property sight unseen to military who do not know about the areas. And so the location is so key, folks. And if you're just caught up, like I've seen a lot of investors, they're all about the deal. Oh, I can get this, I can get this townhouse for a buck twenty. That's unbelievable. I can cash flow it. And you go, what about the appreciation? What about the shootings that are constantly surrounding the complex? No, no, you know, it's a deal, it's a deal, it's so cheap. I mean, folks, it's like going with the cheapest bid on your kitchen remodel. I mean, you go with the middle of the road, right? You don't have to go over into the Broadmoor to buy a rental property, but you want to be in an area where you would feel comfortable living yourself. It's that simple. So we we talk about maintenance issues, we talk about areas of high crime. That kind of leads into what I said there. You know, what is it that you're doing? Right in that neighborhood, are you walking the streets? Are you checking out the lawns? Are you seeing how, oh, geez, these fences are all falling apart? Doesn't look like there's pride of home ownership in these neighborhoods. Probably don't want to purchase a rental property in that neighborhood. You can break this down to the basics and make it so simple, folks. But sometimes people just get caught up in, hey, this is such an unbelievable deal that I'm just gonna, I'm gonna jump right in. And if you just step back, put yourself in the tenant's shoes, it would do a world of change on your outlook as far as being a landlord. So how you keep your property, how fast you respond to maintenance requests are huge. You know, first impression, folks, if it's not professionally clean and the carpets aren't shampooed and you're letting somebody move in, there you go. That's your impression of the property. Hey, I really don't care about my property and it's not going to be spiffed up when you move in. So you can just treat it however you'd like and return it to me in poor fashion. Rather than the old school mentality of it's turned over in pristine condition, and everything's been deep cleaned. I'm not talking going in yourself and doing the countertops. And No, you need to scrub the walls, scrub the baseboards, do the window seals. I'll give you an example. A 1,500 square foot townhouse, that is like six, $700. Too deep clean. If they're doing all the window tracks, right? I mean, it takes a lot of time. Are they pulling all the appliances out and cleaning? So if you do things properly on the front end, it saves you on the back end right? People moving out and going, it was crummy when I moved in and there's holes in the walls. And so I'm not fixing anything. And guess what? I did some more damage. Get your property in fantastic condition before you rent it out. When somebody has a maintenance request, try to have a standard of responding in 24 hours. That's what we do. We do phone calls on our maintenance. We don't do a portal because guess what? When you're a consumer and it's just, oh, I put it in the portal and I'll hear back a week later. How does that make you feel as a tenant? right? Rather than you get on the horn, you talk to somebody on the phone. We may not be able to get somebody out there in a perfect world. Most of the time we do within 24 hours, but in a perfect world, we may not. But they're sure as heck there within 48 hours, right? And I talked to so many people who go, yeah, my garage door has been busted for, you know, 10 days now and they can't get somebody out. And, you know, the, the frustration just builds and builds and builds. So if you can do a good job being timely with your maintenance requests, it makes the tenant feel valued. It makes them want to treat your property with enormous respect. 
Okay. Here's one thing I got to tell you, folks. If you have a good tenant and they're paying on time, try not to rock the boat. People get carried away with these rental increases and you know, I see people going, hey, I need to raise the rent, you know, 400 bucks. And I'm going, what? How, how's that, number one, realistic for them? And you're giving them like a 45-day heads up. Let's try to communicate a little earlier. If, it, if you're going to say, hey, I really want to bring this up to market. I'm going to go in and do some stuff. There's going to be a large rental increase. Let's give somebody a 90-day notice, right? If you're just sending out, hey, it's going to be a $100 rental increase. Sure, 45 days is fine. And we just had it where somebody moved out because of the $100 rental increase out of principle. And I told the owner, I said, man, you $1,200. Now we're going to be vacant in the middle of December. You're missing out on two grand to raise it $100. You lost $800. And vacancy time, you maybe even lost more. Why? And the tenant was paying on time. If you have a good tenant, they're gold right now, folks. Keep them in there. I mean, I got people in mind who, I mean, I've had in there seven, eight years because they're good tenants. Type of tenants who go, hey, Justin, the garbage disposal busted. And you know what? I just went and got another one and, you know, I'll just give you the receipt. Can you pay for it? I put it in myself. Wow. I mean, can I keep you forever? So let's not get caught up of, I need market rent. I need to be, you don't want to be way, way below market, but I've won over on North Logan, right by Memorial Hospital that I'm at 1700 Probably could get 2300 Tenant's been with me for 10 years. Fantastic. Those are things you got to weigh out yourself, folks. All I'm saying is see the big picture. Remember, you're holding these properties 15, 20 years. You want to keep vacancy at a minimum. Okay, so we talked about maintenance issues with homes, constant maintenance issues, high crime areas, you know, how to keep your property presentable when you turn it over, maintenance requests, trying to respond in a timely manner. And uh, we talked about um, keep the value of keeping a good tenant. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. We ran through it fast. If you have questions, feel free to reach out to me, 719-232-1063. Justin Hermes, The Property Group, 305 South Cascade. Austin Darby joining us next. We'll be right back. Take me tonight to the river and wash my illusions away. Welcome back to the Real Estate Reality Show. Now here's Justin Hermes. We're back. Third segment. We got the one and only Austin Darby talking insurance with us. And uh, Austin, before you came on, I was telling people, you know, I'm getting dropped by uh, my insurance carrier in May. Right. Explain to us what's going on in this market, why people are getting dropped, the rate differences and, you know, things they can do to overcome some of these obstacles. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've talked, you know, quite a bit about insurance the past few years and you know we always talk about prevention care and now is one of those times where we're really seeing it affect Coloradans you know and, and, and people see California, Florida, all these states that have a lot of natural disasters, earthquakes, hurricanes and now we're seeing that Colorado the hail and the fires have made a large enough impact that's really what's pushing companies to go hey how can we stay profitable here because at the end of the day an insurance company is a 
company. It, it's not a nonprofit. It's not, you know, government funded. So that's what people, you know, it, it's, it's hard to hear sometimes, you know, I was just speaking with a, you know, a great client today, you know, he's, he's been wonderful and he's always paid on time, never had any issues until this morning. It's not quite as bad as yours where you're getting dropped, which we'll get back to that, you know, his rates, it like almost doubled and it does stink, you know, because I don't want to be the person that calls you or you calling me and going, Hey man, I paid 1800 last year. How come it's 3,500 now? Or, you know, I, I've seen them really bad this year. It's the main reason, like we were kind of touching on, is, is all those natural disasters have caught up and the insurance companies are starting to become non-profitable. Here's another question I have for you. It's tougher to maybe get insurance to, and, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but I've heard some rumors out there that like now insurance companies, instead of just binding your policy and saying, hey, you're good to go, they may be flying a drone over your house. They may be looking at it before you purchase. Is that something that's happening? If someone's purchasing a house and there is some hail damage on the roof, are they still going to be able to get insurance as easily as in the past where it was just, you know, everything was flying through the system? Or are they being a lot more careful in what they're insuring and taking a look at it before they choose to, you know, make the coverage? Yeah, good question. And that's that's exactly what I wanted to let you get in there because I do want to make sure I answer all your questions because the questions you have are going to be the same as a lot of people, but you're 100% right. Now, it's you're, you're kind of right. Everything was kind of flying under the radar because technically, you know, it's it's almost even to the point where it's insurance fraud and, you know, it's not like anybody's trying to negatively impact these insurance companies, but if you're coming in and there's let's say a 2018 roof, so you're like, "Oh, perfect. I look on, you know, Pikes Peak Regional Building. I see you got a 2018 roof. That's a good thing. You know, it means your roof's only 5 years old. You're going to get a better rate on insurance if your roof is 5 years or newer." And a lot of people don't know that, but you know, you should. If it's 15 years or older, a lot of times they won't even cover it at replacement cost. But the biggest thing is like you said, you see that roof that's only 5 years old. But what if you had the hail hit in 2020? So yeah, it's a newer roof, but you have pre-existing hail damage, which like I said, is technically, I guess you could say it's insurance fraud, but I don't know that because like in the past, like you said, things have just been slipping right through it. Hey, what's your name? What's your address? What's your date of birth? Oh, here's your policy. Good rate. You know, and that's do they, do kind pe- of the reason. For, yeah. Do the insurance companies ask, hey, do you know if there's any hail damage to the house or this or that? Most don't, no. I mean, I've seen there's only one company that I know of for sure that asks if there's pre-existing damage. But for so the it's most not like part, people are lying like, then. Yeah, so it's not like people are, are lying, but it's just one of those things where, you know, the insurance company stopped doing their due diligence because it's a lot easier if we just say, hey, what's your name? What's your number? Oh, pay us. Thanks. You know, yeah. instead of now they're having to pay people or fly a drone out or whatever. And what they're doing right now is called a pre-bind pause. And those are even worse. I mean, well, I guess not even worse, but basically what a pre-bind pause means is we'll give you a quote, but we're not going to issue the policy until you send us pictures of the exterior from all sides, the driveway, make sure there's no crack, the interior, make sure there's no existing water damage or, you know, vandalism, the roof to make sure there's no pre-existing damage. And they're requiring that you send in these pictures to them. And just talking to Justin Wood, who's the president 
of Main Street, which is who I write insurance through or broker through. And he said that this is how every insurance company used to be. You know, it used to be you had to get pictures of the home before you could even get a policy. So it's just so going what percentage back to the of, ways. What, what percentage of companies are doing that right now? So right now, every company does it, but it's more an algorithm on whether your property gets flagged or not. So I don't know exactly how it works, but this is what I just learned about a month ago. I was in a meeting with my territory rep for Liberty Mutual and Safeco, and they said that on average, it's about 12% of properties are getting automatically flagged and have to have all these pre-bind pauses, which basically means you know you have to send in all this stuff or they won't offer even, well, they'll offer the quote, but they won't bind the policy until they see the pictures that the roof's fine, the exterior walls are fine. There's no cracks in the sidewalk, et cetera. And, and, and sometimes saying, yeah, they, like right now, yeah. and sometimes they do it after, right, Austin? And the after is, is the worst ones because then you know it's like when you hand a kid a cookie and he goes to take a bite <laughs> and then you pull it out of his mouth. You know, <laughs> that's that's kind of how I look at it because we've had that happen with people. You know, and they they go, oh, here's your policy, and then a month or two later they send their guy out and go, oh, never mind, there's a crack in the driveway. We're canceling you within 30 days unless you get that crack fixed. Yeah, and, and are they like doing people, that? Yeah. All right, so here's a scenario. You know, we're seeing a lot right now. There's a big lack in being able to put roofs on because they can't get the shingles. So somebody says, hey, I'm selling the house. We can't put it on before closing. Here's a check for eighteen grand. Use the roofer of your choice. And the roofer says, hey, I can't get it done until May. Do you think that is safe for the consumer or do you think that's an issue because they may go out there and look at it in February and March and cancel the insurance and say, you have hail on the roof or can the consumer say, hey, I'm actually getting it done or does the insurance company say, hey, we'll keep insuring it, excluding the roof until you get the new one on? Yeah, and that, that's, a, that's a great question um, and that's where you got to need an agent to talk to about this stuff and I want to give out my number, my 719 719- Four six four four seven zero five. Feel free to call me with any of these questions because you're 100 percent right. That's that's exactly it. They say I, I'm going through this right now, and it was kind of tight to the wire, but I got lucky with the guy that I'm working with. He's a contractor himself, and he was able to get the work done, but it needed to be done by December 10th, and that's right around the corner. But a lot of times, as long as you have a contract in place with a contractor, they will extend the cancellation. So say you've got 60 days to get a new roof because we see you have damage and we don't want to insure a home with damage. If you go, look, no roofer can come out and do it within 60 days. I have a contract that says it's going to be done in four months. The insurance company will go, okay, well, we're going to negate coverage on the roof. If something happens in between here and there, we're not going to cover that part, but we'll keep coverage on the house as long as you show proof that it does get done that date. And, and, and as long as you communicate, basically communication's key, right? I mean, that's the big thing. Well, Austin, I threw a lot of tough questions at you today. You handled them well man geez some curveballs some sliders so but i those- really appreciate that and that's the thing i I, you know, I was ready for those questions because like you said i've been dealing with them on a daily yeah. basis I, well I it's stuff the consumers are asking me and i hear about so i'm going i'm gonna fire these all off to austin and see what he says you know yeah 100 percent. and and like you said so so you're getting canceled the reason you're getting canceled is because we did write you with a smaller company. But a great thing about that is I have a lot of other companies that we can place you with. So you got until May, and then hopefully we find you just as good or a better rate. It's not something comparable. 
to replace it with in May. So that's what's good about having a broker, right? You know, so yeah, it's not like hey, four six four four seven zero five. Yeah, it's not like hey, yeah. I'm with State Farm, we can't do it. So good luck. Austin can write thirty something different companies, folks. Seven one nine four six four four seven zero five. That's four six four four seven zero five. You can call or text him. He does all my insurance. He does a bunch of you radio listeners, and give him a chance because he'll probably save you a bunch of money and give you a lot better service than you're getting now. Austin, thanks for taking the time to join us. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me, Justin. Okay, you got it. All right, folks, another one in the books there. Bring the joy into somebody else's life, right? That's been our theme as closing out the radio show this whole year, especially as we go into the holidays. Maybe you can bless somebody if you own a property or, you know, and you feel moved to maybe give a tenant free rent or, you know, these are just some of the things you can do around the holiday season, being a property owner that is just so special. Questions in between now and next show, let me know. 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. I'm on hip hop, struck my screaming from the top of my lungs. I'm gone.